The never-ending story is a 1984 English-language West German-American fantasy film co-written and directed by Wolfgang Peterson and Christopher Zarroli. It's based on the 1979 uh, novel, The Never-Ending Story, by Michael End. It stars Who Gives a Fuck. Uh, The film follows a boy who happens upon a magical book that tells of a young warrior who is given the task of stopping the nothing, a dark force uh, that's threatening to engulf the world of Infantasia. At the time of its release, it was the most expensive film produced outside of the United States or the Soviet Union. Uh, the film was first. Uh, the film was the first in the Neverending Film series. Uh, it adapts uh, only the first half of the book, and consequently does not convey the message of the uh, the title and as portrayed in the novel. Second half of the book was subsequently used as a rough basis for the second film. And the third film has an original plot not based on the book. Uh, The theme song uh, was composed by Giorgio Moroda with lyrics by Keith Forsey and performed by Christopher Hamel, who was once the singer of Kagajujugu and Beth Anderson. It was released as a single in 84. It peaked at number four on the UK singles chart and number six on the US Billboard Billboard Adult Contemporary Chart. Uh, it performed well at the box office, grossing $100 million worldwide against a production budget of $60 million um, German dollars. And so about $25 million at that wow. time. Yeah. Uh, the film has a Rotten Tomato score of 80%, 80% based on reviews from 41 critics. Uh, The site's critical consensus reads, uh, a magical journey about the power of a young boy's imagination to save a dying fantasy world. Uh, It remains a much-loved children's adventure. Uh, Metacritic gives the film 46 out of 100, and it says mixed or average reviews. Uh, Vincent Canby panned the film as a graceless, humorless fantasy for children. Uh, he said, Who cares what these people think? Everybody's here to listen to what we think, right? Brad, your your opinion is is very valuable to me and and to the audience of I don't know how many subscribers we got now about four, four hundred million or something. Again, I do appreciate our listenership, um, because we are pointless. And we are confused. Yeah, we're spreading like keep... Omicron. Oh, mate, just numbers doubling daily. Woo! Just we we Dump. put a vi- we know we put an episode up, and you know servers crash. Mm. That's what happens. It's just Service outstanding. Thank you, thank you for your support and the money. The- I mean, oh. it's Dump just trucks. You know, it's warms my cockles. Yeah. The amount of cash that we're able to burn through from people yeah. sending it in. Just absolute schmucks sending I us just, money. I want to assure people that we're wasting every dollar that comes in on prostitutes, you, you can, drugs, 
we're we're living the dream for all of you. Like we are just smashed out of our fucking brains twenty four seven. True. Buying and Lamborghinis them. and crashing them. Just quality entertainment for two young men. You know, we're living our we're living your best life for you. So yeah. please continue to give. We kicked out the wives and the guild girlfriends. We're not giving any money to the children. It's all just going on drugs and mm-hmm. prostitutes. Trust us. And, qu- and quality microphones. Neither of us are holding yeah. our microphones in our hands right now. All <laughs> microphone stands here, folks. Yeah. Yeah, so we'd just like to thank you, idiots, for giving us all your money, and it's getting wasted. Don't worry about it. Losers. Uh, the never-ending story. Yeah, did we watch a film this week, did we? We did watch a film. And I tell you, this is this is one of my remember when we used to own VHS tapes? No. In the good old days. No, it's a long time ago. Uh, I think it's called Video Home Shit. VHS. Uh this was one of ours, mate. Me and my brother when we were six, six and sixty-nine, dude. Six and nine. We this was on high repeat. My brother had the book and the asshole won a prize that was in the competition in the back of the book and that was the mm. videotape. He wrote like he bought a, a physical book from a store and had a what? competition in the in the back page mm. and he filled out that I think it was like name the fucking horse or something. Yeah. And he wrote he wrote stuck in the mud artex and uh sent it off. And I think the prize was the VHS. We'll have to ask him and find out. But yeah, he he was famous in the back of from the back of this book. Won a prize. I'd just like to say there was a story from Brad that actually had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Quite Did impressed. I didn't, th- I didn't think it had an end. I thought I'd just waffled off. Well, you won a prize. There. Well, you put the end at the beginning, so there wasn't a lot of suspense. Perfect. Yes, it's bad storytelling. True. I'm learning. I'm learning how to speak as an adult. Uh, but I love this film. I'm just straight out going to say it. For all its, uh, if I hadn't seen it when I was a kid, would I still like it now? I guess I can't separate myself from childhood Brad, but I hadn't seen it in, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 years. And uh, I just, I got swept away again. It was all the, even the dialogue and the sound effects and the music. My brain just went, ah, you're six years old on a couch with some popcorn. It was just pure joy. So it was hard to, hard to be objective. You were swept uh, away to the fantasy land of Fantasia. I was. And, uh, it, you know, I want, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a Treyu. And I remember, like, unbuttoning my shirt to show off my smooth chest, and I wanted to have Ugh. a claw mark. I wanted to have a claw mark across my chest because he got a claw mark from the fucking black dog thing. Atreyu, I thought he was the- a bad motherfucker, isn't he? Oh, he's he's, he's a fucking he's a plainsman hunts the purple buffalo, a hunter. Holy shit. You know yeah. he's meant to and be it- green in the book. I did not know that. My brother read the, read the book. book. I didn't. Fuck reading. 
Looks like we got ourselves a reader. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Joy for me. I passed the torch to you. Had you any previous experience with this film? I watched it like as a kid. Um, I really loved the song. I remember like 10 years later being blown away because I always thought it was a chick singing it. Apparently that's a dude and a chick. Dude. Yeah. Don't assume uh, gender. Yeah, I did, didn't I? I didn't ask his pronouns. Um, mm. oh, God, oh, I'm a, I try so hard to be woke. Anyway, the cunt turned out to be a dude. So, um, <laughs> that's his pronoun. You can refer to me as cunt. Yeah. Um, so, is that, yeah, when I was a kid, I watched it as a kid, loved it, thought it was great. Um, I've rewatched it a few times over the years. I've seen the sequels. I can't remember a thing that happens in them. No. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen the third one, to be honest. I think I had Jack Black in the third one. I didn't even know there was a third one. Um, I was looking uh, Atreyu is played by Noah Hathaway. I didn't know. That was the little boy from Battlestar Galactica who, oh, ha- who had, um, remember the little robot bear friend uh-huh. that he had? That was him. Yeah. Oh. Um, so stunning career. Apparently he, he started in a few movies up to like 2016. He was in the movie Troll. Goodness me. Yes. And uh, then now he owns a tattoo shop. So magical journey for a tree. Um, rewatching this, I gave up halfway through. I was just like, oh, I enjoyed the beginning, and then I was just like, ah, oh, just can't fucking follow this shit. <laughs> I got bored. About the point where they go to the gates and they got to walk through the the yeah, you know, the statues shoot lasers out of their eyes. I just kind of drifted out, to be honest. And went along with it. Yeah, didn't hold my attention. Did I just kill you? Still alive? And we'd just like to apologize for technical difficulties that we're experiencing. Brad, um, taking a lot of cocaine, fell off mm. his desk, which I don't know what you were doing on, on the desk. And you break your coccyx and your penis has been shredded in half. But he put sellotape on it and we're ready to continue uh, tonight's exciting episode. It's hard to talk with all this dick in my mouth. It's never stopped you before, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking talent. Yeah, I got bored. (laughs) Pure talent. You got bored of my talents or of the film? All of it. I'm impressed with the cock in your mouth and holding that thing together. If I can pat my head and rub my belly at the same time, mate. Yeah. And jerk a dick. Anyway, carry on. (laughs) Yeah, I got a little bit bored, but I've seen the film a million times when I was a kid, so I know what's going on. I went and read what happened in the original book, the synopsis and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It does have a weak ending where it's just like all you got to do is say – uh, give the princess a name, give and, a name. Yeah. and everything's fixed. Like it's a low effort on his part. Did and you even know what the name was when I was a kid? I never understood because like, he opens up the window. Give me a name, Bastion, please. Right. And he runs up and he goes, oh, I've got a name. Yeah. And he smashes open the window and the storm's going, there's lightning. And he goes, no, no, no. 
and then it stops, right? I never knew what he yelled out, and no matter how many times I saw the film as a kid, no idea. And then somewhere along read, the lines. I read tonight it's Moonchild. Yeah, thanks for ruining my story. I actually had a fucking end to that one. The one time it's going somewhere. Spoiler alert, Dan ruined it. Well, you asked Moonchild. me a question and I answered it. No, you don't was, really know how to tell stories, Brad. <laughs> I just don't know how to talk with a cunt like you. Oh, my God. It's hard. Yeah. Dig some of my mouth. It's not really like, yeah, you know, give me a name. Okay, Moonchild. It's not really like the most effort in the world. It's not like battling the dragon with a sword, is it? Like it's No, and they say it's his, his mother's name. Right, and you meet his dad at the start of the film, and they're living in a pretty like standard suburban house. Needs a standard suburban husband with a moustache, and ah, oh, fucking sick. Cranny. Yeah, I'm gonna lose my train of thought here. But did you notice it's a single take when he comes into the kitchen and he's talking to Bastion about how he's got a man up, and he makes he puts orange juice in the blender, and then he cracks two raw eggs. The scene does not cut away. He blends it up and then drinks that shit. <laughs> I was just like, how the fuck do you drink raw eggs and stay in character? Maybe I'm not a man. Men were men back then, not the mm. piece of shit that we are today. I mean, yeah, had, had a they did difficult mistake. things. Drank fucking eggs and killed his wife probably. But I just couldn't understand at Suburban Dad, Suburban House, Plain kid, and his wife's called fucking Moonchild. <laughs> I bet she was freaky. Yeah, it sounds like they were freaky back in the day, and yeah. And then Bastion you gotta sit down, it. son. I've got to have a chat. I want you to give up on your dreams. Okay, son. Chat. You've got to have a chat. Your mum, Moonchild, was at a hippie orgy. <laughs> She was the sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. We have no idea who the father is, and I've just been lumped with you all these years out of guilt. And quite frankly, I wish we never had you. God, you're yeah. a misery. There were eight of us going at her that night. None of us know who the father was. It was like just a fucking baseball pile on. She was drugged and lying on the couch, and I said to my friends, let's give her a good falcoring. Give her a, let's give her a big luck dragon. Whoa. Then all the, events, the film tie together, and it all makes sense. We Put just it in her. the movie, made it better. Put it in her, nothing. Yeah. It's going to envelop it all. Giant vagina hole. <laughs> Taking at everything. The, <laughs> the gaping nothing. The never-ending glory hole. The never-ending <laughs> glory. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, um, so. Where are we going? Yeah, poor It's a children's I movie. That. But I think they ended it at the right point because the second film, very unmemorable, some fucking talking birds, had uh, Suicide DSV in it, though. Sequest TSV, what was his name? Oh, he killed uh, himself too. Yeah. Brandis. Jonathan Brandis. That's right. What a heartthrob. I think he hung himself in a closet, didn't he? Yeah, funny, yeah. Mm. Well, not funny. Funny, not funny. 
Well, it's just funny that those things happen to people, but uh, uh, mm. so what happened to Bob Saget? Well, that's what people are here for. <laughs> you you hear about much? it? <laughs> An Arctic <laughs> turn. It's like he banged. We, we talked about it in another episode going, when we just heard Bob Saget died. And then we we're like, wonder what happened because there was no details. And then we found out he hit his head, but the family are hiding all the details. They won't release everything because or they don't want everyone to know, obviously. Hmm. Uh, I didn't know there were more details. Poor old Bob Saget. I mean, look, if he's, if he was jerking it in the closet and he fell over, good on him. Well, he went, I heard he, he went out. Banged his head and then just, just thought nothing of it, decided to go to bed and died in his sleep was one story. Uh. Okay, well, that's not as risque. It's nothing. There's nothing. No reason they would hide that. So there's more to it. Mm. Mm. Okay, you, that story went yeah. nowhere. It didn't. You did that. <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. That was a that was a never ending story. Ah! Ouch! I don't get it. Yeah, the effects. Um, aren't great. They're pretty shoddy. But then, strangely enough, when I see the, you know, the green screeny stuff and it's a bit of stop motion thrown in and all that sort of stuff, I just kind of feel nostalgic. Like that's how films are meant to look. That's. I mean, it doesn't I take you out of the that. film. Yeah, I watched nah. it going. I watched it. Falcon's looking badass. The um, the Gamork, the black dog thing. That was so well done when it's talking to Atreyu in the cave at the end, but you didn't see that bit because you turned it off because you were bored. No, I was watching um, it. I watched the whole thing through. I just, just saying, I just kind of drifted while I was doing it, you know? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty dreamily paced film. But apparently, yeah, um, Gamork, I just want to stick yeah. this in before you go to crap. Um, there was a robot dog. When he had a fight, um, it, uh, it, when it scratches, it did scratch the actor's face. And they only did it on one take because it made a bit of a gouge on him. That was a real cut. And they thought it was too dangerous to try again. Carry on. I don't know where I was going. I was, I was talking about something. You cut me off. Lost my train of thought. The dog looked cool. Had green now eyes. Con- now I'm just confused. Effects. Yeah, like the uh, the little uh, the gnome guy that he meets before the Sphinx. He looked good, you know. His wife, good characters. What else was in there? Oh, mm. the rock biter. He was red. The bat guy. It was all like legit. Ah, oh, the turtle. The giant turtle looked amazing. Mauler. The um turtle. The ancient one. The ancient one. I'm allergic to youth. Yeah. Yep. When he was up on the tree and it's talking, I was like, holy shit. That's some top quality puppetry. That's like some Jabba the Hutt level stuff, right? And Can't beat Jabba the, the Hutt. They killed the horse. Did you shed a tear for the horse? That's it's uh, one of those like tragic, shocking, mind-altering scenes from childhood, right? The thing is, you don't know who the horse is when it dies. Like it's when you're a kid, you're like, oh my god, the horse is dying. But as an adult, I'm like, ah. Right. There's no yeah. character development on this horse. What are they thinking? There's I can't feel emotions. It's dead. Yeah, I guess you're right. 
I did. Yeah, I did think on the rewatch that it happened real fast. So I remember that being the big memorable takeaway was, oh, fuck the horse and the sadness. Oh, it's so sad. And then I watched it this time and he's like, cool, you've been given a mission. Great. He rides the horse for a day and they sort of have a snack with some carrots and then it drowns. It's like, ah. Oh. But it was the yeah. music too. The music was pretty intense, man. Like, yeah, the music's telling you to be sad, but you know, mm. you met this horse two seconds ago. It's should have come later in the film. Yeah, maybe. Oh, it has more effect because the dog's it, uh, chasing him as well, but yeah, doesn't really get anywhere near Atreyu until you know he happens to meet him later on, and then he's. It doesn't explain what happened, but the dog's looking in a bad way, right? The wolf. Yeah. But apparently in the book, the they the townsfolk discover the wolf is working for the nothing, so they chain it up. Well, the empress of that city chains it up, mm. and they're starving it when um, Atreyu comes along. Ah, see, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Maybe I need to read the book, but I'll, we'll never talk about this again. I was reading the synopsis. The book sounds pretty good because it actually gets into that's the the film ends on the halfway point. Yeah. And a tray uh Bastion, sorry, goes on from there. Bastion. And his adventures, he eventually starts creating monsters to fight because he's killed them all. Mm. And every time he makes a wish to create these monsters to fight, he loses his memories of the real world. And it comes yeah. down to the end where he's I can only remember his name and his father. And he has to choose, he has to spend one more wish and forget his father to save himself at the end of the film. And the, the film actually ends up being a never ending story and going in a loop and stuff. Uh, I was reading the synopsis before. It actually seems like a really cool story and they kind of butchered the shit out of it. Uh, well, they had to find yeah. a basic, basic thing. Could be too broad. It's like it's the fucking Lord of the Rings. Maybe we should get Peter Jackson to do the never-ending story. If you're listening, uh, Peter, if you're Googling uh, yourself right now and you've had a Google alert, do the never-ending story. Every chapter would be three hours long. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Made up shit and the most boring fucking crap on the planet. <laughs> well, you get a, you know, a Treyu's backstory from birth to death. Apparently the Oren that Atreyu wears, uh, mm. Steven Spielberg Snakes. owns that, and it's in his office uh, mm. on the wall now. Spielberg like actually is a friend of the director, and he came in and uh, helped re-edit the film and get it down and market it to make it uh, a bit more palatable. So there's a chunk of crap cut out, apparently. So yeah, there was a few fight it. scenes they included that they cut out because they were technically too difficult at the time, and they just got edited into other parts of the film. Yeah, right. It does have that. It does have that sort of Amblin Spielberg vibe, I think. You know, kind of yeah. the look and feel of it. Maybe yeah. that's just because of all the other. You know, I'm lumping it in with all the other kid movies I watched. You know, mm. I think it's and... it's a fantasy film with those kinds of effects of that period of time in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. But hey. Yeah, I still enjoyed it, and you know, showed it to my kids. They enjoyed it, but the same, you know, two generations. I don't know how it works. Generation later, they still love the first one, and then you try and watch the second one, and they're like, 
this is a pile of dog shit. You know? Who's this Jonathan Brandis? Is that the one that's got Born to be Wild in it? Oh, Christ. I don't know. Or is Maybe that the it's third this... one? Because I remember this. That's atrocious. I have a recollection of the third one. I have Brandis and some bird. Like there's a bird person thing. That's it. Mm, and maybe maybe Falcor's in it. I don't know. Memorable. There's a pirate ship. Fuck. I don't know. Apparently, there's a theme park in Munich where you can ride Falcor. Yeah. I want to go there. It seems amazing. Is it the actual Falcor? Mm, I don't know. There's a Falcor ride. Um, Good enough. So that's all in Germany. And a lot of it was shot in sound stages in Germany, and then the outdoor city stuff was shot in Canada. Yeah, for all the bastion stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, that could almost be like tacked on to the film, really. And what what school allows a kid to turn up, get the attic key, and that motherfucker never goes home? He goes, to, he's late he, to school, he, stole he gets the key. The key. He goes, no, it was just the key was like right by the door to the attic, right? He grabs it, opens yeah, the well, attic. He knew where it was and he yeah, went true. in there. Well, I thought it was just in like a, here's the key box to the yeah. attic. Anyway, he goes in there and then he's reading his book. It's fine. School ends. He sort of pokes his head out, thinks about going home, but then doesn't. And then he's there into the night. Wouldn't his fucking egg-drinking dad come looking for him at school? He was probably with a whore. Well, yeah, good point. I mean, he, he was married to Moonchild, so maybe he was back at the... Back then in the 80s, you know, kids mm. raised themselves. That <laughs> is true. That is true. Go and ride your bike, son. Come back at 6 a.m. Dad, yeah. there's a pedo. I figure it out. <laughs> Just ignore him and he'll go away. Just do what he wants. You might get some candy. Give me half. Yeah. That was That's parenting, time, big son. Yeah. <laughs> we all got to do what we got to do. Your mother knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother took eight of us at once, son. Now go to sleep. She was a... Good broad. She was the nothing. <laughs> what happened to mum? We, yeah, wow. Ah, Ooh, look at the time. Go to school. <laughs> she got oh, AIDS. Child. Yeah. Hey, bed forest. Yeah, bed forest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you, uh, if you, if you went into video sleazy and uh, went to the for sale section and there was, you know, it's the double packs, and you saw a never ending story, what would you, what would you double, double feature, feature. This bad boy with? Hmm. Okay. Get ready. This is going to blow your mind. Fuck. Dark Crystal. Ooh. Friend, 
<laughs> uh, okay, uh, Crystal, um, show you're working. Hmm? Show you're working. Well, it's, Why? The fantasy film of that time. This is the fifth. Dark Crystal is the first film I ever saw in VHS when I met my dad, bought a VHS player. Dark Crystal mm. was the film, first film we got. And I thought it was incredible. And Did it scare the shit out of you? No, I just thought all that stuff was amazing. I never got frightened by stuff yeah. as a kid. All right. Great. The only film I ever had to leave when I was a kid because I got scared was Greystoke, Legend of Tarzan. The apes oh. went mad and were attacking people. I was like, fuck this shit. Fuck, future episode. Was that um, um, Lambert? Chris- Christopher Lambert? Christopher Lambert, yeah. Yeah, fuck. Let's find that somewhere. I've right. never seen the whole thing. I just got 10 minutes in and went, these monkeys are scary. <laughs> yeah. All right. We get to fucking traumatize adult Daniel as well. Yes. Mm. Uh, I would, I mean, we could go the easy road and just put fucking Never Ending 2 in there, couldn't we? You know, like just. That's lazy. I refuse that one. You're not allowed to. All right. I'll, um, I'll put Labyrinth in there then. The one that's double featured. Yeah. With, uh, Dark Crystal. I, uh, yeah, I think Labyrinth. Sure. Get some fucking Bowie bulge in there. You could do Debbie Does Dallas in honor of, uh, Moonchild. Of the nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Debbie it's does a different Fantasia. Kind of <laughs> Debbie, Moonchild does Fantasia. The childlike empress is like, why did you name me after that whore? Yeah. <laughs> she found out. Yeah. Uh, so right. how many orgies out of 10 do you give this one? Oh. Um, well, base, Nostalgia is going to give it a couple of extra points course um so i'd give it a purely for the joy i got i'm gonna give it an eight mate i'm gonna give it eight fingers and Moonchild. oh i forgot a bit so uh, imdb oh, oh it's too uh, late so- someone gave it a 10 drop dead gorgeous exclamation mark uh oh. someone gave it a seven memorable creatures and fantastical adventures Someone said six grows weaker with age, really for kids only. <laughs> and someone said five. First hour is fun, but then it never seems to end. Yeah. Wow, it's the title. It's in the title. What do you expect? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'd say eight for kids and five for adults. To be honest. Oh, yeah. All right. Five okay, or four. I, I agree with that last review. First hour is fun, but then blah. Yeah. No, see, I enjoyed it all the way through. I was like, oh, yeah. Great. I mean, look, I'll admit I was I was looking forward to whatever the next show I was going to watch was by the time I got to the end of this because I knew where it was going. You know, it's a film you've seen. But no, man, I enjoyed the ride. It was good times. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well. Top 10, but good. Yeah. See you next time, Moonchilds. Hmm. Moonchild. Moonchild's so good. You're going to love it.